Welcome to Trail Talks, a podcast discussing the opportunities students have with career services. And now, from Utah Tech University, it's Trail Talks. Yes. Okay. Accounting is cool. Yep, I like the title. <laughs> I'm so happy you came up with that title. <laughs> um, okay, I am Asha Stapley, career coach. I'm Kaylee. Kaylee. Yeah, I'm Kaylee Zupanzik. I'm an accounting instructor here at Utah Tech. Oh, yes. We're so grateful to have you here. Happy to be here. Um, and also, too, just a side note, I like just fell in love with this human. Um, <laughs> we took a self-defense class here on we campus. Did. And just our friendship blossomed from that. Yes, it was so fun. And then we got to volunteer at the gala together, the Fire and Ice Gala. Mm-hmm. Not intentionally either. Just no. Just we went by to both, and then we just said, "Okay, we have to be best friends now mm-hmm. from here on out." So I don't know. I think you need to all take a self defense class, though. Stop. That's <laughs> that's what they teach you. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Okay, um, so obviously, I wanted to know a little bit more about accounting. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, yeah. Um, I feel kind of silly. Like I almost need like an accounting for dummies. Like what is accounting? I know. Well, accounting is a little bit overwhelming. So I think that that's a very normal okay. response. <sighs> yeah. People take accounting and they're like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Um, I saw on our points to talk on the difference between like bookkeepers, accountants, mm-hmm. CPAs, and there are differences. And then um, like the amount of education you get creates a difference in your career as well. Okay. So if you're talking about like day-to-day transactions for a company, every business has you know, activities, right? That cost money, they make money. Um, and accounting is just organizing that information to be usable data. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So bookkeepers would do like a day-to-day, your day-to-day transactions, you know, sales to customers, um, your rent expense. Man, just anything that goes through like a credit card or a bank account, Mm -hmm. that would be something that a bookkeeper and oftentimes the business owner actually organizes that if they're small enough. Mm -hmm. Um, An accountant is actually going to like organize that data, create financial statements, maybe. So an accountant can be a bookkeeper. Okay, Those can be the same. Oftentimes, especially in smaller companies, like I was saying, they are the same individual. And then the CPA is in charge of a certified public accountant is what that stands for. Public accountant. Okay. And um, is that like they get certified through the state then? We get certified through each individual state. So I'm a certified public accountant through the state of Utah. Okay. Um, And that comes... With the credentialing of your master's degree? With a master's okay. degree, yes. So there, you get a master's degree. Um, you can start sitting for the CPA exams. There are four um, once you have a certain amount of credits. And there are four exams covering different topics within accounting. And if, oh. you, if you pass all four of those exams, then you can and have um, professional experience, then mm-hmm. you can get that CPA exam. There's also an ethics test and a state test, but those are nothing compared to the actual like four oh, exams. Oh, you're going to scare everybody. No, it's possible. It's doable. <laughs> but the passing rate is about 50% really on okay. the exam. So if you have to take them more than <laughs> once, students, that is okay. 
but CPAs take that financial information created by the accountant and um, they use it for tax returns. They can do audits on the financial information to make sure that it's accurate. Um, so there are levels and okay. steps within accounting. Okay. So, I mean, I did too just generally people who go into accounting become an accountant then? That's what's interesting. Um, I mean, it's so cheesy um, to say, but accounting is the language of business, mm -hmm. right? So throughout the college of business. I like that though. Yeah. So I, it's true and it's so true. It's crazy. <laughs> so like any a college of business major will need to know accounting terms mm -hmm. and will need to understand how accounting works. And that's why they are, um, I was going to use the word forced, but that sounds negative. <laughs> They're required to take accounting 2010, which is financial accounting, and then managerial accounting, which is 2020. Mm -hmm. So all college of business majors are going to take those two classes. Mm -hmm. And it's really just generally great knowledge. But the cool thing is that with an accounting degree, you can do so much. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of why I got into accounting is there are so, so many opportunities and options. Like you don't have to go into public accounting, which is when you're like just an accountant all day long, you take care of outside parties, taxes or audits. Mm -hmm. um, but there's also like forensic accounting where you get to kind of catch the bad guy mm. with like white collar crime. Uh, you could work for the FBI or the CIA or the IRS. IRS. Yeah, the IRS came last year. Yeah. Um, they're coming again in the fall Yay. to do the Adrian project. Kay. Side question, though, too. What is the difference between finance and accounting, then? Finance, you know. Is, so there, is that, like, a huge difference? Um, so people who get a finance degree can can do a, will do accounting okay. and people who get an accounting degree can do finance. Oh, okay. But the biggest part from what, from what I understand and from my experience, finance is forward thinking mm. and accounting has already happened. Accounting information has already happened. And the uh, risk taker in me was like, I like knowing that stuff has already occurred. <laughs> I like the facts. Okay. I like sticking with what has already happened. So that's a big part of why I stuck with accounting. Mm -hmm. And finance, again, is like more, what do you think is going to happen? Like what's going to happen to the, what do you think is going to happen mm -hmm. to the stock market or the economy? And I'm kind of like, mm. I think I'm kind of with you on that. I don't, I don't <laughs> love that. Not knowing the future. The unknown. The unknown is scary. I think a lot of finance majors are very much like risk takers mm. and accountants are a bit more risk averse. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, I actually want to know a little bit about your journey though. So talk about, you know, I guess who you who is Kaylee, and also gave a little bit of insight into why you chose this path. But dive into a little bit more. Yeah, I actually did my undergrad here at Utah Tech, and I this is where I met my husband. Yeah. Um, so it's really funny because we met in accounting oh. in a financial wow. accounting class. Love can come from accounting. I know. And <laughs> every year on our anniversary, um, I look at my class that I'm teaching, <clears throat> and I'm like, guys, it all started here. <laughs> Um, I'm sure they love that. <laughs> they just look side to side and they're like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> um, anyways, I did my undergrad here, got my master's at the University of Utah, mm -hmm. and I attempted in, in accounting? In accountancy. Okay. Yeah, master's of accountancy with an emphasis in audit. Oh, oh. geez. Ooh. I know, that's a title. 
Um, and then I went to my first job out of college was at Ernst & Young. It's one of the big four public accounting firms. And I focused on tech audits up in Salt Lake. Okay. And that um, means, because there might be people who don't know what audits are. Audits are when you look at a company's financial statements and you test the numbers. You see where they got the numbers from and you make sure that, and verify that they are accurate and correct so that um, stockholders, investors, outside parties can actually um, depend on that data. Um, and that... Out, like an external audit was put into place after those early 2000s. A lot of companies were um, generating false, misleading financial statements, mm. and it caused a lot of issues. So they put some acts and laws into place where public companies, companies that can be, um, like their stock can be exchanged on the stock market, mm -hmm. they have to have external, <clears throat> excuse me, external parties come in mm -hmm. and actually audit. Um, or an audit is a really fancy way of saying like reviewing and testing their okay. financial statements. Okay, I got you sidetracked. So, oh no, you that's did that so good. That was such a job. good question. Well, thank you. <laughs> I worked for Ernst and Young. Okay, and then I had my first baby, and I transferred from public accounting to small business accounting and taxes. So okay. I have experience in both um, public accounting. I uh, I have to kind of. Um, I have to mention that my experience was pre-COVID. So I okay. think that they really, like big four and public accounting in general, has really um, become a little bit more flexible. But before, when I was doing it, their busy season were, you know, 60, 70, 80 hour weeks. Oh my gosh. So you are working a lot. Um, this is the public sector? In public okay. accounting. And um, I, I didn't, that didn't work with my lifestyle mm -hmm. after I had my first little one. So I, that's where I switched to small business accounting, where I was able to create more of my schedule and create that flexibility. I have a good friend, though, who's still in public accounting. She's a manager at Ernst & Young. And the possibilities are just endless. Like you can do um, an internal ro or an international rotation. Oh, So you can go to England or Ireland. She's in Amsterdam mm -hmm. um, and kind of travel the world, which mm -hmm. is an option. There's so many opportunities um, in public accounting. And That's I love it call. because um, our students are starting to um, like get noticed mm -hmm. by more of the public firms yes. and I love that they're getting that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then I moved to small business accounting um, up north and then my little family moved down here and a job opened up at the university and it has been an absolute dream come true. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> People are like, what do you do? And I'm like, I teach accounting. And they're like, wow. But the thing is, is I just, my goal with teaching it is to make it feel approachable. Okay. Accounting can be really overwhelming. Um, and if you can like dissect it into little bite-sized pieces, it's totally doable. Okay. I like that. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of questions, a lot of side things I could go based off of that, but... <laughs> um, so do you still do, I guess I just had this question too, because some people have like side gigs. Do you yeah. still do accounting like on the side? I currently don't. Okay. I have a, where I have Henry, he's one and a half and okay. Lily, she's almost five. Um, I'm really focused on them when I'm not at work. Mm -hmm. But that being said, every single one of the accounting faculty that I work with, they all um, are 
have a professional life as well. Mm-hmm. So that's an option for they, they take on what they want to and can, right? Mm-hmm. Either tax side or um, an, a few. I think one of the faculty does some trainings. Anyways, they all, it's kind of important. We have to stay up on. Right. Up to date on the trends. And- yeah. Tax law changes all the time. (laughs) So um, to be able to kind of stay relevant, I think it's important to be within the profession. I I will get back into it for sure Mm -hmm. as soon as my littles are a little bit bigger. Okay. Well, actually, I did want to talk about that too because there might be some people who are going through an experience of having young children. So Mm -hmm. can you speak to a little bit about your, I guess, your journey of being a young mom and working and... I uh, I love to work. Like I love to um, kind of step outside and have like adult conversations and things mm-hmm. like that. It's a really good balance for me. Um, but I think that accounting has allowed me to create that life, and and that's really awesome. I kept hearing when I was in school how flexible an accounting profession can be. Mm-hmm. And again, like we were talking about, there's so many opportunities. And um, besides the 70 hour ones, besides the (laughs) 70 hour weeks, I mean, you can do like a part time thing. You can work for a private industry, Mm -hmm. which is we haven't really mentioned. So like every company needs an accountant Mm -hmm. or an accounting staff. Right. You can be in charge. So like the large companies um, that I had experience with up north, they would have a revenue manager an accounts receivable manager. Like you're talking about. um, a lot of different positions are open and available within a company. So like mm-hmm. Adobe needs um, a whole accounting staff, right? Like a whole bunch. Separating that for just a second, let's mm-hmm. go down this tangent though. How would you go about, I guess, recommending or helping students see like the difference between those things? Between like private and public Well, even industries. just like the small different different jobs that exist, different I guess. Jobs. Yeah, like how do you go about telling somebody like, this is what you should do to, I, like, I'm afraid that see. that's like trial and error. Okay. So like in the private industry, I don't actually have experience working for a specific company mm-hmm. as an accountant. Um, but I've heard that there is some repetition. So okay. if you're okay with doing a similar task month, month to month mm-hmm. and it not being like overly demanding, then that might be like a good fit. If you're looking for like constant learning Mm -hmm. and you're okay with being pushed um, to kind of constantly learn more and you like the challenge, Mm -hmm. then that might be where like a public public accounting job might be a better fit. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it, again, is just trying it out getting the experience and then probably talking to people too talking to people and having a network is huge um I was thinking about it on the drive over today and uh I was I just was amazed at all of the like I wasn't good under pressure okay I was thinking about like the different things that you needed to have as an accountant you know the different like skills that you need to have yeah and I was never good under pressure okay. like a pressure of a deadline like I would get so stressed and having my first public accounting job really helped me with that like mm-hmm. I had to learn how to like calm down everything's gonna be fine it'll <laughs> get done um, so like, even if you don't have all of the, all of the strengths or knowledge naturally, like it can be learned on the job, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. 
That's really cool. Yeah. So what other skills? So kind of being good under pressure, what other skills do you feel like an accountant person needs? Um, I think most of it can be learned, but okay. I think attention to detail okay. is huge. I have like a weird attention, like a weird ability to like my detail. I just spot on. So good at it. So good at it. I wish I wasn't. It's a curse. <laughs> I know. Attention to detail. Um, and then, yeah, the ability to work under pressure, I think, can be learned. I didn't have that experience. I mean, tax is such an w- interesting thing because it's like April 15th. Or March 15th for businesses, right? All of a sudden you have this deadline. The Aprils. I know. Marches. But um, that can be learned. Most of it, I think if you're willing to constantly be learning and updating your knowledge um, and an attention to detail for sure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's see. What are some of the challenges facing accounting profession? Ooh. What are some of the challenges facing the accounting profession? I would say the constant change to tax law. Okay. That changes, I mean, every single year you're going to have different tax laws or like different opportunities for, um, I mean, at one point it was the solar panels, like you would get a credit for that or like a home buying credit. You know, as a tax professional, we want to be able to help our clients Save money. Save money. And so we have to be really top-notch and on top of our game when it comes to all of that different knowledge. Um, And the other one, and it's interesting because I don't know if this, we'll see how um, AI affects accounting. But I was talking to another professional, and she's been in the accounting industry longer than I have. She was talking about when computers came out. Mm Mm-hmm back in the day and um, people were talking about how they were worried about their jobs then Mm -hmm. and I was like so I think that's just kind of a constant in the back of our heads like how will this impact our industry it's just new it's just new information new is scary right Mm -hmm. and so we'll see how it affects it I'm kind of leaning in I'm kind of like how can it help us Mm. right and how can we be a better um, like profession mm-hmm. through using it because accounting didn't hurt us. I don't think account or sorry, computers didn't hurt accounting. Mm-hmm. Computers didn't hurt us as a profession. They, in fact, they helped mm-hmm. so much. I talked to my students about like how it used to be all on paper and it that just blows their minds. So crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> file cabinet after file cabinet. <laughs> yeah. But kind of going back to like our family, the family thing, I yeah. love how you, I love how you're able to have both if mm-hmm. you want. It's kind of just a choice of um, finding what fits. I have a friend who's moved professions, like moved jobs mm-hmm. a few times since she's gotten her master's um, and she's found the fit, her fit. And it's kind of just like doing that until you find what works for your personal life, your like maybe where you want to be locally, mm-hmm. like not locally, but if you want to be somewhere whether it be internationally or just like somewhere else within the United States, there's just just never ending opportunities. Mm -hmm. And then I think there are opportunities locally as well. Um, Because a lot of students want to stay here and Mm -hmm. I get it. I love it here. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are firms constantly looking for accounting professionals. What is it? Do you know much about, I'm not the career coach for your college, so I don't know a whole lot. I could do the research for it, but are there a lot of remote opportunities too in accounting? Is there, that, or do they prefer to p- have people inside? 
from what I understand, um, it's like a half-half situation mm. where you can be remote half the week and then the other half they want you in person. But that being said, again, it could be um, like tax-wise, once you know your stuff, I don't think it matters where you would work from. Mm. Does that make sense? Auditing, on the other hand, when you're working with a client and you're having to kind of get in touch with them a lot, that might be something where there's more face-to-face. Um, but I don't know if you could be completely remote mm-hmm. unless it's unless it's specified from the beginning. Yeah. When you're getting into a profession, especially, I mean, all of them, but with accounting and that face-to-face training is kind of necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree, too. I mean, there's some people who just love remote work, but being in person... It does something to you. Yeah. And especially when <laughs> like you're helps doing... that knowledge and the learning it just curve. It makes it stick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. So, you know, you've kind of moved from accounting and doing the accounting type stuff, but now you're teaching accounting. So what is kind of, I guess, how have you transitioned your mind to do that? Speak a little bit to like your teaching. I've been, this is my third year. At UT, and I, um, I, I absolutely love it. I loved, I loved it from the beginning, though. And I really, man, I would fumble a lot of the times right at the beginning. <laughs> that learning curve. Um, but I think what I love most about teaching accounting is showing students. So on the very first day. I'm going to scare students again. On the very first day of financial accounting, we look at a document called a 10K, and that is a public filed uh, document that all public companies have to file. They have to make it public for the for the you know external users to see, and it looks like a foreign document. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the semester, we do we look at another one, and they actually can read these financial statements, mm-hmm. and. Um, if that like speaks to the student at all, then they can kind of see, oh, okay, maybe I do, maybe I could have a future in accounting, or maybe accounting isn't so scary, mm. because they're looking at the financial statements or financial documents that I looked at for the very first part of my professional career mm-hmm. already in the very first accounting class that they take. That's so amazing. That's not scary at all. I feel oh, like that good. should happen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that should be, an, I, I like get inspired and then I have my students looking at me like, no, definitely not inspired. But then in managerial <laughs> accounting. It's teaching for you. <laughs> in managerial accounting, it's so awesome because even if you don't want to be an accountant, but you want to be an entrepreneur or you want to own a business, you want to, I don't know, run a business with your friend, you're already running a business. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of students who have businesses already up and going and managerial accounting helps them figure out or calculate like what is their break even? How many units of product do they need to sell to perhaps not lose any money, but also not gain. They're not gaining any money. Mm -hmm. They're not making money, but they're also not losing money. What's their break even? What's their zero dollar point? Right. Or like, um, how do I know whether I should invest my money in this piece of equipment um, how do I know what type of return is a good return to get on that equipment? Like how much in sales do I need to make to see that equipment kind of pay for itself? Mm-hmm. So you're actually taking on pieces, like you're you're actually learning things that you would use as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Again, in one of the main, like the very first accounting class, the managerial, very first managerial accounting class that you take. So it's helpful and 
it's helpful information and I love teaching it um, because each semester that I teach it, I think I get a little bit better at um, just discussing the usefulness of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So students are just there like, why am I here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's too, I mean, that's part of our polytechnic mission that we have here is all that career readiness. And super active learning. I mean, we're bringing in like real real companies, real stuff and saying, okay, here's some information. What can you tell me about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What practical learning do people, do students do too? Practical learning through like just, I, cause I know that we have some of our students do actual like tax stuff with, is it Vita? Oh yeah. Volunteer income tax assistance. Yeah. So Vita what other, short. do they have to take an internship for is that something they get to look forward to? Yeah, internships are an option okay. for students, I believe, in their junior or senior year. They can have uh, an internship opportunity, and they can get help finding an internship through their career coach at right. the college. Which is Lindsay right now, Lindsay. by the way. Mm-hmm. And then um, they also will work with, in the higher level accounting courses, they will work with local businesses and actually help. Mm-hmm. Um them with their accounting. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was great to have you here. Thanks, I think Asha. we could go on and on and on about this, but thank you. Um, we'll see you later. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Trail Talks, a podcast discussing the opportunities students have with career services at Utah Tech University. For more information, go to career.utahtech.edu. Till next time, this has been Trail Talks. This has been a production from a podcast studio.